welcome to Wine Road, the wine, when, and where of Northern Sonoma County. I'm your host, Marcy Gordon, with Beth Costa, Executive Director of the Wine Road. Welcome to episode 93. Today, our guest is Kathleen Kelly Young, winery owner and inn owner of Kelly and Young Inn in Cloverdale. Welcome, Kathleen. Thank you very much, Marcy. I'm excited to have Kathleen here because I'm a big fan of her wines. And so I figured we'll find Viner on the show. She'll most likely bring a bottle with her. <laughs> and I know you're a big fan because I've seen your wine closet and it's filled with Kelly and Young wine. Ulterior motives here. Well, I'm tickled. <laughs> yeah. So before we get started, I want to mention that we do have a sponsor for today's show. Oh, yippee. I know. I feel like we're just really making it. We're finally really making it. We have sponsors all the time now. <laughs> it was a goal. So this one is a sponsor that's called Corkage. It's a website, and you can find it under Corkage, or you can find it under BYOB Like a Boss. BYOB Like a Boss. Mm-hmm, there you go. So We want to do that. We know that you love to sit at home and enjoy your Sonoma County wines, but there's a little secret. While most of you like to drink your wine at home or with your friends, you can actually take your favorite bottle with you to a restaurant. And I don't know that everybody knows that. You can just pay a corkage fee when you get there. So, um, you know, that's a great conversation for the psalm. When you get there, you've brought something maybe they're not familiar with. So you can have a little conversation at the restaurant with them. So you can go onto this website, BYOB Like a Boss, and plug in the restaurant where you're going to go to. And they will let you know what the wine list is because you don't want to bring a wine that they already have. And right. they'll let you know what the corkage fee happens to be at that particular restaurant. So it's just a great way to go to bring what you want and do your own little perfect pairing. So there you go. Nice little resource to check out where to go with your own wine. Mm -hmm. So try to remember that. B-Y-O-B, likeaboss.com. All right. There you go. They can find all your corkage fees in one place. And that's great for visitors to the wine road because maybe you're out and about and you've bought some wine and you really want to try it. Bring it with you and go to dinner. Right. When you're here, when you get home, wherever. Perfect. Okay, so Kathleen, what did you bring us to drink this morning? I mean, to sample, to taste. (laughs) Straight into what did you bring us? (laughs) Well, I'm really excited. For the second time, uh, not in a row, but in three years, we've gotten best in class in one of our wines. And this last Harvest Awards, we were awarded best in class for our 2018 Sauvignon Blanc. And I'm really excited because this is the reason why Kelly and Young actually is Kelly and Young. Uh-huh. Um, I used to work for Robert Young, and my husband is still the CEO there and the vineyard manager. And I worked there 20 years and and tried to talk them into making a Sauvignon Blanc. And finally, Robert <laughs> Young, who was still alive, said, I think you need to start your own winery. So we started with a Sauvignon Blanc, which isn't always a great thing, maybe. You know, you start out with a big cab or something like that. We started out with Sauvignon Blanc uh, because I really love the varietal. And um, and so here we are, best in class. I so love it. Terrific. I mean, I really do enjoy it personally. Uh, but I like Sauvignon Blanc, generally speaking, and I really do love this one. It's delish. It's a little bit different than a lot of the New Zealand, South mm-hmm. African, Australian style. Uh, it's more of a French style, although it's very Californian in nature. Um, it has a lot of fruit. It's not too tart. The acidity is really very married with the rest of the wine, and it's a, just a delicious wine, whether you're sipping it by the pool, having it when you come home mm-hmm. from work, while you're making dinner, with something that you've cooked for dinner, or just to have 
with just you and friends. Yeah, to me, it's when I'm in my glass when I'm in the backyard. Oh, yeah, Marcy's Fill putting me her glass up, out. Missy. She's like, okay, no patience. Okay, there you go, a little for everybody. Yeah, for me, it's when I'm wandering in the backyard, watering my plants. And Sauvignon Blanc's great year round. I mean, a lot thing. of people think it really of it is. as a summer wine, but mm-hmm. it's, you know, I call it winter whites. You know, there's nothing like a great crisp white wine in the winter. So. Absolutely. It's really thirst quenching, yeah. and, it, and it just goes with so many things. People think, oh, well, it just goes with foods that are attributable to white wine, but it doesn't. It's just very versatile. Yeah. It's really versatile. So tell us, so how, when did you start the winery then? We started uh, producing wine in 2005, mm-hmm. and at the time, uh, we couldn't make it at Robert Young because they were kind of full. So uh, I knew Al Delormier. He was mm-hmm. still the owner of Delormier Winery at the time, and he allowed us to make wine there. Oh, okay. And so Jim's got the turnkey, and he just, just does it there. Yeah. It's great. So we don't have to have the facility ourselves. This is, I see on the label, Alexander Valley Fruit. Yes, so. it's all Robert Young. Everything okay. that we produce is from Robert Young. And Jim, since he's the vineyard manager, can go around and select like individual wants. rows right. and right. really get what he wants. As a matter of fact, uh, with the Malbec, he does that extensively. Um, and uh, with our Zinfandel, we take all the Zinfandel that's produced at Robert Young because it's just a small um, it's two acres, but it's about an acre and a half, really, because of die-off and replants and stuff like that. I didn't realize you bottled a Malbec. Oh, we make a hmm. fantastic... Our Malbec, I'm so proud, and I know that we shouldn't be that proud, but I really <laughs> am. It has won a gold medal in every single competition it's ever been entered in. Wow. It's just... Oh, my gosh. It's absolutely delightful. And the nice thing, and I don't know if it's appropriate to bring this in now, but Mm. our location, our tasting room in Cloverdale is located in an old library. Mm -hmm. And I just couldn't not... I could not not. I know that's two (laughs) negatives, but we have library wines. Mm -hmm. And so it's known as... It's known as Kelly and Young Wines at the library. And we have library wines. Our, our Malbecs go back to two, uh, 2014. So we have 14, 15, 16, and we'll be releasing the 17 in January. And then our Zinfandels we have back to 2011, although we only have five cases left at the 11th. But we just did a winemaker dinner, and we brought out the 11, 12, and 13 Zinfandel, and people were slayed, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. because everybody knows that in California, you go to a store, you buy a oh, wine, yeah. and then less than 24 hours you're drinking you're drinking it <laughs> right and a lot of people don't have the wherewithal to store wine whether it be for two weeks two months right. two years whatever and so or the self-control or the, <laughs> <laughs> very true um so what we've done is we do have the availability to store wine and so we hold back uh, 25 cases of the wine bridal mm-hmm. and and uh, we're able to keep those so that we can coravin them uh, for tasters when nice. they come to oh, the tasting yeah. room and they can buy them they're some of them are a little bit more expensive but um, it's worth it you saved it for them yeah yeah so I think we tend to my husband really loves your Zinfandel so I think that we always just go in and get some Zen and move on so I didn't think about mm, Malbec and oh. Malbec grows very well here it's really nice. And, mm-hmm. and unlike some of the Argentinian ones, our Malbec is very fruity. I like to say it's like the French Malbec. And everybody goes, 
Malbec's Argentinian. And it's like, <laughs> well, no, actually, <laughs> it's from France. Um, but they don't call it Malbec in France. They call it Cot, C-O-T. <laughs> and so um, anyway, it's more like a French uh, Bordeaux. It's really, it's inky dark. It's just purple in color. We put a tiny bit of Petit Verdot in there mm-hmm. um, to give it what I call a backbone because it can be very soft like Merlot. Oh, yeah. um, so uh, it, it's really... Uh, a lovely wine, and it goes fantastic with beef, mm-hmm. uh, lamb, uh, chocolate. Uh, oh, well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Some of my favorite things. That's my things. pairing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's also a great sipping wine as well. So um, I know that you call that the uh, tasting room at the library, mm-hmm. but I never knew why. Yeah, so it used to be a Carnegie Library back in the old oh, days. Okay. That is so cool because yeah. my favorite thing is books and wine. Yeah, and so we have um, in the shelves there, uh, uh, by design, we have uh, books from all over the world, so the Bordeaux, uh, Italy, everything. Mm-hmm. So you name a region, we've got books on it. We have varietal books. We have old books on Asti. We have oh, nice. you know, really, uh-huh. really old books mm-hmm. about wine. That's sensational. I would. Lo- I have to come by there. Oh, so please do. Oh, we have we a could, book club I could go there. with you. <laughs> yes, yeah, since you. you live nearby. <laughs> I know, it's so handy. So you also own an, an inn, a bed and breakfast. Yes. So um, what made you think that was going to be fun? Well, I've... <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's you know, I could start off by saying I've never made an investment where I can make money. I've <laughs> yeah. never made a good decision, like a business decision. Um, I had a, seriously, I had a wine make, um, a wine club member rather, who was, um, who owned the bed and breakfast. Oh, okay. And he called up to cancel his membership. And, you know, we're tiny. We only make about 1,500 cases right. a year. So we know every single wine club member sure. intimately. And uh, when Don called up, uh, you know, it hurt my heart. Oh, yeah. and, and I said, so, Don, if you're, if you're willing to, please share with me why you want to cancel so right. that we can make us, our uh, wine club better. And he said, well, it's not you at all. We're moving to New Zealand. And unless you're shipping to New Zealand, <laughs> we're, we have to cancel. And I said, oh, my goodness, what are you going to do with the inn? And he said, we, after two years, we found a woman from San Diego who is going to buy the inn as a private home. Oh, and, wow. Um, so I said, oh, that's too bad. Yeah. So anyway, I he ordered while he was on the phone, and, and I delivered his wine to him to the inn, and I looked at it, and I said, oh, my gosh, this is gorgeous. And um, a couple of days later, I woke my, woke up my husband like at 2.30 in the morning, and I said— With this great idea. Yeah, I said, honey— <laughs> Yeah, good idea. Get them when they're sleeping. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 this is my M.O. <laughs> and so I uh, woke him up, and I said, what if I can get the inn licensed as a winery? Oh, yeah. And he yeah. said, that's a good idea. And I said, okay, I'm going to try. So I called TDB, and the next thing I knew, six months later, we had a license as a winery. So anyway, um, a couple of years later, uh, I had the opportunity of moving uh, my tasting room from Healdsburg, which wasn't really making any money. It was just uh, putting the brand name out there and getting people to taste wine, which was a good thing in itself. But then you also were in with other wineries. I think, yes. you know, to really build your name and your brand, you know, if you can be on your own, that's better. Well said. Uh, yeah, co-ops don't always yeah. work. And I've been in a couple. And, right. Yeah. So 
So, um, but we had an opportunity to have our own tasting room, and my landlord is fantastic, and really has his sights set on growing Cloverdale. And so we opened this tasting room, and the two market each other. If I could, oh yeah, you know. It's just wonderful. You know, at the tasting room, we talk about the bed and breakfast and vice versa. And then since the bed and breakfast is a licensed winery, we also do private tastings at the bed and breakfast. So for a $50 per person charge, you get a six-course food and wine pairing. Oh, my gosh. And it is phenomenal. It's really underpriced. That sounds like an incredible but, value. Oh, yeah. it's it's very underpriced. But it is the hope is that we really will hook in right. the consumer at that point. Um, well, and so many people come back time and time again. That's mm-hmm. what you want. The right. person yep. is just... And the fantastic thing is um, that with your wine club discount, whether it be 20, 25, or 30 percent, uh, depending on your level of membership, you also get that discount for the B and B. Oh, nice! So you can save a ton of money. Yeah. We we have wine club members from the East Coast that come out all the time with their sort of entourage, you know, right, bre- right, and um, we'll rent three, four, five bedrooms, and yeah. they save a thousand dollars, right? You know, depending on how they sit, how they stay, long they stay. How so, many rooms are, is it in? We ha- it's not that big. It's only seven. It's quite oh, intimate. That's a nice size. But um, uh, maybe I'll bring in my my right arm at this point. My my daughter also. That's uh, what I was saying. Part hmm, of it. How yeah. does all that food get done? Yeah. So <laughs> my daughter, uh, interestingly enough, um, she came out. I always say she came out with a wooden spoon in her hand. <laughs> she literally has been cooking all of her life from the time she was a year old and yeah. people say how is that possible yeah. we had a big you know a big prep uh, board in the middle of the kitchen and i had a clip-on chair and she sat there yeah. and she was making gnocchi no kidding yeah. rolling out gnocchi oh when gosh. she was a kid <laughs> some kids do play-doh some kids do gnocchi she was doing gnocchi <laughs> and um you know we had a special stool made for her in front of the stove when she was like three and four and, and she's been yeah. cooking her whole life says, you know, I say, I'm going to fire you. And she'll say, <laughs> oh, good, I need a nap. <laughs> I mean, she literally works seven days a week. But that's the thing, yeah. The new thing is that her best friend that she went to college with, Erica, uh, has moved to California, lives three blocks from the inn, and now is helping oh, that's with our cooking and whatnot. That's really a great backup. That's oh, great. It's fantastic. And we've started at the tasting room. Uh, we have, um, uh, what do they call it, extensive food permit mm-hmm. for our B&B and tasting room. So we do tapas on Sunday with music on mm-hmm. the patio, and it has made all the difference in the world. People are finding us and loving it. Nice. Because Cloverdale's just a happy little place. So give us a little rundown on what to do, where to go in Cloverdale. Well, I don't know if you know, but in 2010, Cloverdale was rated one of the top 10 little cities mm-hmm. in America. Oh, sweet. So, you know, it's really an un discovered gem. It, it's such a cute place. It has a main street that's all tree-lined and beautiful. There's beautiful shops along the way. I'm a quilter, and so they have oh, an amazing yeah. they have an amazing place called Bolt where you can buy fabric. There are several very nice casual restaurants. We just mentioned Papa's a little while mm-hmm. ago. It's a great pizza place. You can make you can make your own pizza practically. I mean, anything you want on it, uh, any the, salad. And Papa's has an amazing wine list and an amazing beer on tap that they change every few weeks. It, it's so 
it's amazing. <laughs> it, the beer and wine is fantastic. Yeah. And they have, I don't know, six TVs, yeah. different sports and things on. So you can go in and relax with the kids. And uh, there's soccer teams that come in. And it's very family-oriented mm-hmm. and, and a really comfortable, special place. Um, just a kind of across the street caddy corner is a, a high-end, a higher-end restaurant called Trading Post. Mm-hmm. And uh, Eric and Marissa Johnson started it, uh, I don't know how long ago, it was three years ago maybe? Maybe three or four years, yeah. And, and Eric used to be uh, a chef at a Michelin-starred restaurant in the city called AQ. And Jim and I actually did a, um, a winemaker dinner there, just kind oh, yeah. of coincidentally. Right. And so I met Eric back there. Um, but Trading Post is wonderful. Uh, Eric has now moved to concentrate on a new restaurant that's coming in called Pear, where they'll be doing pairings with wine and food. And so that'll be a really great feather in our cap mm-hmm. up in Cloverdale. Um, yeah, and keep waiting. When's Pear opening? When's Pear opening? When's Pear opening? <laughs> Everybody says it. But Trading Post uh, with Ronnie at the helm, uh, who he is the farmer. And so it really is very farmed table. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has started also uh, breakfast, bread and and uh, beverages. So I think it's Friday and Saturday morning. I'm not for sure. From seven to nine, they do um, breads and pastries and that sort of oh, right. thing. Mm-hmm. And that's been that's been very well received. Uh, and the dinners are wonderful. They are closed on Tuesdays, which we always go. Oh. But <laughs> that's too bad. But then there's also Pia Cherries, which has been there for I don't a million years, say. And yeah, I think probably so. Probably close. Um, and Marion Jose will make anything. I've I've gone after events for Wine Road and just exhausted and gone. Oh God, all I really want is a fresh seafood risotto and. There it is. There it is. <laughs> it's, you know, so it's just there. It's wonderful at Pia Cherries, and of course, Hamburger Ranch has just been purchased uh, from uh, the gentleman who owns Railroad Square, or is that what's called Railroad Railroad Station? Railroad Station. So he's got both ends of the, of the, town. the town taken care of, and then we have uh, in just a few weeks. That's the holiday. What is it called? The Winter something. The Winter Festival. Okay. The Winter Festival is fantastic. It's um, we have a North Pole uh, at, at the. Um, it's at Third Street, or kind of there where the farmers market is, and then we have a South Pole, which is down across, right by the uh, by the Exchange Bank, right across the street from our our tasting room, and they decorate to the nines. Marnie from Plank, which is the coffee that now Hillsburg residents mm-hmm. know about Plank because there's one in, in Hillsburg now. Plank's the best. Uh, Plank's the best, mm-hmm. and um, they just. They decorate to the nines, and the kids love it. There's tree decorating, cookie decorating. I mean, just amazing so things. So we've lived in, you're talking about how decorated and so cute. The, we've lived in Cloverdale about three years now. The first uh, holiday Christmas season that I lived in Cloverdale, <laughs> after they really had all the Christmas decorations up, I ran, I think we have one stoplight, and I ran at the red light because I was just like, oh, my gosh, it's so pretty. Oh, my God, I ran a red light. <laughs> oh, God. Well, <laughs> okay, pay more attention. But the decorations are amazing. It just looks like something in a little magazine, some cute little town. I'm like, my God, we live here. I, I tend to cry at baby ads and AT&T yeah. commercials right. Yeah, right. And, and Budweiser ads. Yeah. And um, when I was in the process of buying the inn was the first Christmas holiday season. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I turned the corner at 3rd Street and went down Cloverdale yeah. Boulevard, I had to pull over because I was sobbing. Yeah, it's, it, so... it's just like Mayberry RFD. It is. It, it is, is the cutest <laughs> town in the world. And the thing is that the tourists haven't found it yet. Right. And so when people from Sonoma County come up, they just 
they go, first of all, the first thing they say is, it's not that far. I thought it was really far away. That's the thing. It, it's, it, just it, right it's, there. it's another little jump. I mean, when I lived in Healdsburg for 30 years, so, you know, 15 more minutes or 10 minutes and you're in Geyserville and you can hit the antique stores there. And there's quite a few taste rooms in Geyserville. And then 10 more minutes, you're in Cloverdale. It's, it's, no, it's really been in the last, what, 12 years that Cloverdale's really kind of come into its own. Because I can remember years ago, we used to have a property up in Eureka and we'd drive through there. It was so But sleepy. you had to go through it. Yeah, you and had to go through And now once the freeway went around it and they fixed it up. It's... Yeah, but um, we went there. We were coming to your house and it was Christmas time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the same thing. I was, my jaw dropped. <laughs> like, wow, it's, it's so just, cute. It's just like out of a fantasy. It's so cute. And it's a great place to mount your visit to wine country. It really is. And and unfortunately, at, the, at this time, I keep begging people to open tasting rooms. We're the only tasting room in town. But that doesn't mean you're not going to have a good time in Cloverdale. You're still going to have a good time with this wonderful antique shop there right well, across the, thing, the street. There's more to do. You there's, just... there's tons to do. Right. And then uh, just a little bit from us is Jay Ricards. They've also won sweepstakes. Yeah. That wonderful. And Jim Ricards, if you haven't met him, is a fabulous guy. One of the things that we do in association with them and and Doug Corma, who is started the whole thing, is Left Bank. Oh yeah, and uh, we have gotten a group of small family-owned wineries together, and we do two events a year. Very well accepted, mm-hmm. and people love them because there aren't six thousand people. No, it's there. just yeah, small groups and small wineries. Yeah, we only and meet sell, owners. Yeah. yeah, we sell two hundred tickets. Right. it's very small. And you really get to meet everybody. Right. Yeah, and I think that's what I like about the feeling of the town is it's away from the hubbub. Yes. But it's got everything you need, and you're so close to mounting your wine road vacation mm-hmm. right from there. So so what is the name of the inn exactly? It's Kelly and Young Wine Garden Inn. And the taste room is called? Kelly and Young Wines at the Library. Okay. But just want to make just, sure we say it right. <laughs> it's just Kelly and Young. And Kelly is difficult because it's with an E-Y. So it messes everybody. It trips everybody up. But it's Kelly E-Y. What else do we have on the little agenda for today? Uh, Miss Marcy, did you have a book or an I item? Do. Uh, do you have an item that is, oh, you're going to do I the book I- first? You want the item and the book first. It's your dealer's uh, choice, uh, Beth. I, I like the item. So is okay. it something that, you know, Kathleen and I are both going to be like, oh, my God, how Pretty have much. I lived? Pretty much. How have I lived without this? Okay, so I don't know. It's usually, I'll just warn you now, it's usually something so ridiculous. <laughs> Okay, so back when I was a kid, this is probably considered child abuse now, <laughs> but, you know, if you were said a naughty word in church or something, you got your mouth washed, washed out, out with soap, soap. Mm-hmm. which is kind of... I'm ah, sure illegal now. I always I think <laughs> of a Christmas story with the kid, but so now we might like it because I now have the wine soap. It is a Merlot. Oh, nice. Merlot soap. It is jammy, rich, and bright. <laughs> Jammy, rich and bright. Okay. Made with real wine. Okay. And like- so this is from a this is from a company called Swag Brewery. I just saw that I thought it was hilarious. And um, I'm gonna let you ladies smell it. It's not unpleasant. <laughs> oh, good good sales pitch. <laughs> no, it's 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 bright for sure. I'm not gonna turn red in my if I <laughs> No, I don't know. Oh, I think it smells pretty good. <laughs> I knew you would. Good. <laughs> Happy birthday. Merry Christmas. <laughs> What's funny is uh, I had this sitting in my office and I was working and I and I could think, what, what is, is that smell? What is that smell? And I'm like walking all around my office and, and I'm working and it was like, because it got very warm recently. Oh, yeah. And so kind of 
imbue the scent. I'm like, right. what is that? And it's like, oh, it's my Merlot soap. But I, I thought that's hilarious. And uh, the color is pretty spot on. I think mm-hmm. the color is great. Okay. So that's from Swag Brewery or Merlot Soap. I don't know if they have a white wine version, but... Yeah, I'll have to look for some yeah. bubbles. So, uh, bubbles so, you know. <laughs> okay. And so then do you have a book? Have I you do. been reading also? Marcy, I, she does. She reads the book. She's the, the brains of the operation. So this is a relatively new book. It's called Grasping the Grape. Hmm. And it's a oh, good grief. I'm going to butcher this poor woman's name, but it's Marise? How would you say that? Maurice, maybe. Maurice Chevrolet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you nailed that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Spot on. Anyways, Spot it's a, on. It's a great on. book. So Grasping the Grape, it's a new book. And it's it's very much like a little compendium. It goes through each uh, varietal, but really nice, very much an entry-level book. Mm-hmm. But it's beautiful, great little pictures. And it, it is very spot on with the descriptors, not too much talks about what goes with it, a little bit of history, notable regions, but not overwhelming. You know, you know, this is for someone who's just really getting, it's probably in your wine library. <laughs> I don't have it. I'm going to get it. <laughs> it talks about what the variety tastes like, um, where it's grown, but also how to describe it, you know, because that's often hard for beginners how to talk about wine and what, you know, how to explain it to someone else. So mm-hmm. I would recommend it. It's called Grasping the Grape. And she's got a good grip on it. Okay. (laughs) Okay, we'll add that to our library. And we do, what we do is we take these books and we donate them to the, in Healdsburg, there's a wine library in the Healdsburg, in the Sonoma County Library in Healdsburg. So we... We get these amazing books and we donate Actually, them there. Actually, truth be told, this is that from the library, like library only book. because I tried to order it and it wasn't out, it was out of stock mm-hmm. and I wanted to talk about it. So it is a new book, but our, that's how great our library is. So we can't is. steal it and give it to the library again? Or well, you can <laughs> rip off the little marker, but I wouldn't <laughs> okay. recommend Probably it. Probably not a good idea. <laughs> you want to be a friend to the library. <laughs> they are, our books are I'm our friends. Trying to be a friend to so everybody. that's my book, my item. Get yourself a glass of wine, soap up. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but good clean fun. Yes, exactly. Okay, so I have a couple of little thank yous that I want to give out, and it is to a Gypsy Chef, Gorlead. I guess that's how you'd say it, G-O-U-R, Gorlead, Amazing Find, and Coastal Cloth. Because they gave us, they each have given us a new review on iTunes. Woohoo! I know, I'm so excited. I'm always excited when I can find the reviews on iTunes. <laughs> Well, you know, and now, I appreciate that all these people took the time themselves to find how to write the review on iTunes. Now that they found it, they're taking iTunes away. They're they're changing it. They're changing it. So it'll be just podcast will be a different. Right, section. but it'll be a lot easier. Yeah, that's what they say. Every day, someone tells me something <laughs> will be easier. Well, so far, we're just going to think positive. Yeah. It's going to be easier, and it's going to be great. But that's fantastic because yeah. that is not a trivial thing to find where to leave a review. It's awesome. So we have 28 reviews on there now. They're all five stars, which is super cool. Woo-hoo. And if you take the time yourself and you do it and you write to me, uh, Beth at WineRoad.com, I'll send you some new little Wine Road goodies because I just got some new things in. Send you some I've, soap. I've been shopping. <laughs> no, I get other better things. <laughs> A lump of coal. <laughs> yeah, no, I have good, cool things. So I think that's it. Anything else, Kathleen, that you want to say before we uh, 
There are a couple things. I just wanted to remind people about some dates that they can put on their calendar Mm -hmm. to come up to Cloverdale. Mm -hmm. I know this is going to be airing in November. Mm -hmm. So um, I wanted to mention some things that I know about that are happening. On November 22nd, there is going to be Midnight at the Masquerade, a benefit for the Cloverdale competitive cheering team, which is really (laughs) awesome. Um, uh, Savannah Hemphill is is the coach on that. And if you haven't heard the Hemphill name, Alan Hemphill has been in the wine business forever. Wait, competitive cheering, like cheers? Yeah, like cheering. They they go around the country. No, not like cheers with a glass. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> uh, that's, I guess, okay, we could get on that team. We can clink yeah, like, like nobody. Oh, so it's like... So it's, it's like rah, a rah-rah. Cheers. Rah, 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 cheers. Oh, okay. And, um, and the, the Midnight at the Masquerade is uh, going to be uh, a Mardi Gras theme, and so it's a dress-up affair oh, on the 22nd wonderful. of November. Um, there's also going to be the... As we mentioned earlier, the uh, Winter Festival right. that happens on the 6th of December, uh, it is a not-to-be-missed event. It's beautiful. It is absolutely really beautiful, beautiful with Santa and everything. And then, of course, not to miss Winter Wineland, which will be happening in January, January. and you'll hear more about that, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Yes. Um, but come up. Cloverdale is for everybody. Come on up and enjoy yourself and get close and personal to the winemakers and everybody. Sounds great. Well, thank you, Kathleen. We so love having you on here. It's been my pleasure. Great information. And we'll see you on the wine road. Okay. Thanks. 